0: Hey guys, thanks for joining me on this talk. Tonight, I'm going to talk a little bit about independence and what it means to be independent. So, real independence, like real independence as a person, is not a sort of financial independence or social independence or romantic independence it's not having a job and having your own car and having your own place to live there's a lot more to it than that because you can do all that stuff and still be, still be very dependent on distractions and just independent on stuff keeping your attention. And a lot of times it's not the stuff we typically think of. A lot of times when we think about being independent, like I said, we think about having our own stuff. We think about not having to rely and rely on others for help. We think about not needing a relationship with someone. We think about just in general being able to take care of yourself according to a sort of social standard. There's certain things that you're supposed to be able to do and you're supposed to have by the time you're an adult. And we feel like if we have those things, then we're independent. We feel like if we're not constantly relying on others to get places and do things, we're independent. But I would argue that even if you have all your own stuff and you're completely capable of taking care of yourself and getting through your day every day, that you can still be very, very trapped and very dependent on... Very dependent on needing things to be constantly grabbing your attention everybody should everybody should be able to sit with themselves for a somewhat extended period of time i'm not talking about necessarily like days but you know a, you know a lot of people can't even sit in a room by themselves for even a few minutes without feeling Anxious or just some kind of agitated. And that's pretty crazy because the thing we have the most in life is ourselves. The things we associate with most, the thing that takes us through this journey of life is ourselves. And a lot of times we can't, where there's just something that, makes us feel not okay with that. We're not okay with being alone with our minds and we need something to be grabbing our attention all the time. This is why a lot of people watch TV all day. This is why a lot of people eat when they're not hungry and they, they're they just looking for a quick fix to fill in time and they're looking for a quick satisfaction This is why people spend excessive amount of times on their phone, especially with, uh, like social media, YouTube, just, um, just all those kind of quick, easy, cheap fixes. And that's not to say that all those things are bad. It's not necessarily bad to watch TV and use social media and do all that. It's not bad to eat food just because it tastes good to you and it feels good. But it's bad when you constantly have to fill in time with that kind of stuff. When a lot of people think of addiction, they think of single specific addictions either you're addicted to a certain kind of drug or You're addicted to gambling or you're just all all the typical stuff that you think of when you think of somebody being addicted to something And then you think about people can get you know addicted to food people can get addicted to social media people can get Addicted to just all kinds of things that are a little outside of what we would normally think of. But then people can also get addicted to just needing to fill in empty space with something. People can get addicted to just needing that fix, just needing that something that grabs their attention for a moment. And basically what they're doing is looking for satisfactions to fill in the time between satisfactions. People get just addicted to the stimulation and the kind of newness of each... uh, Like, say someone is... Like say someone is addicted to like social media. It's very easy to do because I most people have been to some extent, I'm sure, but it's very easy to do because when you're scrolling through posts every time you see one like it's something new, it's new information, and it's something that's constantly leading your brain. you know, like it grabs your attention because it's new. And because it's what's there. Like, when you're scrolling through, like, you take in so much stuff that you don't even necessarily consciously realize. You take in so much information that you're not even specifically reading. And and with each new post you see, it's like, it's giving you that fix. It's giving you that shot of just quick satisfaction. And since it's one right after another, it's easy to get stuck in that pattern of just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and keep getting that newness, keep getting that just people like breaks and consistency, people like spontaneity. And when you're reading through just a whole bunch of different posts by, you know, possibly hundreds of people, it's really easy to see that spontaneity and that newness with each moment, with each different post. With something like gambling, for example, it's easy to sit there and hang on each moment between putting your money down and finding out if you won or lost. There's that moment to where You're in that in-between zone, and it's kind of forcing you to be present. It's like every second is a new shot of that fix of that good feeling, because every second you're, you're just right there in the moment. You're not thinking about something that happened earlier that day, or necessarily the future, except a few seconds into the future when you find out if you want or not. But it's a constant feeling of what's it going to be? 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 And it keeps you on the edge of your seat and it gives you that, that constant sort of movement of attention, I guess. But the point is you can be addicted to fixes you don't have to just be addicted to one specific thing. You can be you can be addicted to just constantly needing something to grab your attention. And when you're in that mindset, it's really not independence, it's just like an addiction to a drug is not independence because obviously you're dependent on that drug and in the same way when you constantly need these quick fixes of stuff and you constantly need something grabbing your attention and you can't sit alone with your mind and not have something from the outside world pulling on it that really is an addiction Our minds are our most personal thing we really have, and we should be comfortable with our minds. We should be comfortable with just sitting with them and kind of seeing how they work, and we should really take time with that to just be with that, to just be with that awareness. And we really don't do that a whole lot. Like I said, a lot of people can't. Could you imagine most people just sitting in a room for like an hour or two by themselves with nothing else to grab their attention? Most people are not going to be very content in that situation. Personally, I used to not even be able to fall asleep without a TV or something on because I needed something grabbing my attention because if I didn't have that my mind would just run wild that night when i was trying to sleep and I, I wouldn't be able to fall asleep and our minds and our awareness and our consciousness that's the very thing that takes us through life that's our whole experience in life and it's something that it's something that we should have a little interaction with a little control over I guess like our consciousness is what allows us to interact with life really. And if if we're constantly if we're constantly relying on different kinds of easy fixes to grab our attention and hold our attention and to pull our mind in some direction then we're giving up that control. We're deciding not to, we're deciding not to steer our mind in a direction we wanted to go in ourselves. We're relying on other things to do that for us. The word mindfulness implies so many things, but one of the most important things is mindfulness is our interaction with life. It determines how much we appreciate things. It determines how much we want to learn about things. It determines how close we can get with our own mind. And that's so important because that's, like I said, that's the most personal thing we have. And that we're aware of in life. And we shouldn't be seeing ourselves as. Just a constant string of. Easy fixes every day. And we shouldn't. We should be able to look past ourselves as. Our name and class and role in life and role in the workplace and our role in a relationship. And we should be able to at some point look past all that. And be in touch with what we really are underneath all that. We should really be able to have some sense of connection to that thing that's there before we're born. We should have some sort of connection to our actual minds. Like when we think of other people, that's what we think we want from them too. We don't like if we want someone to be our friend, we don't want them to be our friend so we can think of them all the time as oh that person at that job or that person that does this or just that person that anything. We want we want to know that person and we want people to realize that inside up inside of us. We don't want people to look at us and just see that guy that works at that place or that girl who's this person's relative or just anything like that we want people to we want people to look at us and see like what's in there you know we want people to see our mind we want people to see who we are as a person We want people to recognize who we would say we are as a person. We want people to feel some sort of connection and empathy with the way we think. But the problem is, a lot of time the pres- the person that we present to people and the person that the person that we live life through every day isn't even that isn't even that personal mind which kind which leads to another kind of uh non-independence a kind of d- dependence i guess duh. And that is a dependence on the way your thoughts react to certain triggers. What I mean by that is not giving yourself much control in certain situations. Typically situations that we would look at as bad situations. I would think that Most people are too, they have too much of a cause and effect relationship with situations and the reaction to them. Too often people experience some kind of situation, whether it's having some sort of argument with someone or just some kind of bad encounter with someone or their car breaking down or Just, you know, typical bad situations you would think of. And too often when that happens, people don't step back for a sec to, like, look at the situation. Something happens and they react to it. And that's that. And when you get so stuck in doing that, that's what your life becomes, is just a bunch of situations and reactions to the situations to the point like and when i'm talking about reactions i mean like Mm -hmm. something happening and you just it's just natural for you to instantly get upset about it or get mad about it or handle it in whatever negative way you might handle it and when you get stuck in those sort of grooves that just becomes how your life plays out that's what it is it's more like it feels more like a playing out of your life than a living of it you kind of give up interaction and control when you can take a step back and look at the situation and think to yourself all right you know what do i want to do about this how should i feel about this is there something i could learn from this or just overall trying to see it from a different perspective Even if we feel like we're right in a situation, even if we are right in a situation, somebody could do something really dumb that affects us in some kind of bad way, and we can be completely in the right to feel bad about it, but the fact is, like the absolute truth of the matter is, having a bad reaction to it's not going to do anything for you. It's not going to make the situation better. It's not going to stop future bad situations from happening. It's just going to basically make you feel like shit. And then that can, that can start just a whole downward slope from there. Like a situation happens. You react to it poorly. Now you feel bad about it. Now you're feeling bad about it makes you think bad about it and puts you on negative thought trains and then those negative thought trains make you feel worse about it and then the feeling worse about it puts you on more negative thought trains and it's just this spiral that you get in until you take yourself out of it and the way we handle things or whether or not we handle something in a positive or negative way is really just how far down that spiral you go or deciding not to go down it at all. And the more the more independent we are consciously, like the more independent we are as an awareness as as just us as a being, the more independent you are in that way, the easier it is for you to not go down those Spirals. the easier it is for you to have control and consciously interact with the situation to decide, well, I don't want to go down there. I don't want to feel bad about this. This person did something dumb, so why should I cause negative feelings on myself about it? And, I mean, obviously, the more you're able to do that, the better you're able to feel all the time. And the less controlled you are by situations. And thoughts and feelings. And people. Because you're, you're not independent at all. If you're controlled by what other people do. And when I say you. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about. You as your name. Or you as your occupation. Or you as your place in your family. Or your relationship. I'm talking about you just that very essence of you that lies deep in the back of your mind that so many people aren't in touch with but we subtly feel and the more control you take away from your thoughts and your feelings and give to that part of you the more good you can do in your own life the more good you can do in other people's lives and the less negativity you bring into the world altogether. I think we all know what I was talking about when I said you get into a bad situation and then you feel bad about it, and then you think bad about it, and then you feel worse about it, and then you think worse about it. Like we've all been there at some point where we still all get there at some time at some point. But like I said, it's just a matter of how far you want to follow that thought train down. And the less control you have over where your mind goes in reaction to these sort of bad situations and triggers of different kinds, the more control you have over that, the less you go down those spirals, you can even stop yourself from going in them at all. And it sounds really cheesy and like a cop-out to say, well, what can you learn from this situation? But it's true. I'm not saying that every situation was meant to teach you something specific. But you can look at every situation in a way that you can take something out of it. And you don't have to. And you... So a lot of people think that if someone does something to upset them... And they don't get upset about it Like the other person somehow won Or like the other person Was somehow right Because you didn't get upset about it But that's not the case at all If anyway it's the exact opposite Like I said if somebody does something that makes you mad And it brings you down If you let that bring you down And you let it cause yourself negative feelings You're giving that person control You've just given whatever that person did control over you, over your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, the rest of your day, the rest of your week. You know, the longer you carry that with you, the more control you give them. And what I'm talking about is being dependent or, I mean, independent of that, being independent of giving your, all your control over to just situations and people and just all kinds of things addictions like all the addictions i was talking about earlier most people have give their control over to at least one of those and that's that's not independent at all and it's something that once you start doing it and once you take back this control it just gets easier and easier. It doesn't even... Eventually, it just doesn't even feel like you're doing anything. It's just what comes natural. And you don't... You don't have to have any kind of faith in it. Or any kind of like... Oh, well... Maybe if I do this, this will get better. Or maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll do this and just see what happens. You don't have to have that kind of mindset about it. Because once you start doing it... You see directly... Absolutely directly the difference in effect it has on you compared to when you react negatively and let other people and situations and feelings and thoughts bring you down another very important thing it does for you like having this control does for you and having this actual independence does for you is it determines the amount of connection you can have with other people So if you're sitting there talking with someone. Nobody likes it if we're talking to somebody and we feel like they're just either waiting their turn to talk. Or they're just not there. Or their mind is completely elsewhere. Like how many times have we been talking to somebody. Or listening to somebody and they're talking to us and we're thinking about a hundred different things. I would just, I would probably say more times than not, people in general are thinking in their head while they're listening to people. And that's, you know, that's not really fair, even though that person is, I would probably guess, more likely than not doing the same thing to you. But we, we don't want that when we talk to somebody. We don't want to just feel like we're talking to a wall or we're talking to somebody who isn't interested in us. We we want to feel like we're talking to somebody and they're taking in what we're saying. They're consciously listening to what we're saying. But I don't think that happens nearly as much as it should between people. Just pay attention. Just pay attention when you're talking to someone next time. How many things are going through your mind? How many things are in your head other than the words they're saying? And think about how much of what they're saying you remember. And it's not just about giving them our attention. It does something for us, too. Like, why wouldn't we want to, also just somebody we don't like that we don't want to be talking to, but why wouldn't we want to open ourselves to other people and take in what they're saying? If we're talking to somebody and it's a friend or someone we're in a relationship with or just someone we're in general close to, why wouldn't we want to just really take in what they're saying? Let that be a part of our experience. Let ourselves be a part of their experience. We've talked talked a couple times on this channel already about what, what you are, what you are at your absolute essence, just being awareness. Because if you, like, you're not, if you meet somebody and you introduce yourself as this person with this name and this job that's this age. Well, you don't stop existing when you turn a different age or get a different job or even if you change your name or if you had a different name, you would still exist. And it's that part of you that we're talking about, that most fundamental underlying part of you. And that's your awareness. That's your. That's, that's the part inside your mind that's can see you thinking and realizes you're thinking because you're not your thoughts like too often we have stuff go through our head like oh i have to do this today i have to get up at this time tomorrow morning i have to go to work i have to go to the store i have to run this errand i have to pay bills too often like that's that's how we think and then we kind of associate ourselves with those thoughts because we're constantly saying, I need to do this and I need to do this. And then that's what we're hearing in our head as th- those thoughts. Because you can, you know, kind of hear yourself talk in your head as you're thinking stuff, right? Well, you can think those thoughts, but then you, so you still, you know that you're thinking those thoughts. You're aware that you're thinking those thoughts. Like right now, if I sit here and I'm thinking of something, I know that I'm thinking and if I know that I'm thinking those thoughts, then that I that knows that can't be those thoughts. So that's what I'm talking about is that deep awareness that takes you through life and is just aware of things, you know, your your consciousness. And it's that part of people that we want to socialize with, that we want to connect with. Is that is that part inside us that really, even if we don't, even if we don't really realize that part of us is there, even if we've never thought about the the awareness that knows that we're thinking, we still know that when we meet somebody, we want them to like and appreciate us for us, not things we have in life. And when you're talking to someone or just being with somebody, That's the part you want to give to that person. Instead of that awareness, being aware of the thoughts you're thinking, you want that awareness to be aware of what the other person is saying. You want to really hear what they're saying and not having your own conversation going on in your head. That's, that's just real important when it comes to connecting with people and just being around people and having people in our lives. it also does just great things for us as far as our appreciation for life and appreciation for all things we appreciate when you can appreciate it from that perspective, when you can appreciate it from that awareness, you're appreciating it for what it is. You're appreciating other stuff for just, just what it is when, you know, like there's, there's, there's certain things that you like and dislike and appreciate and don't appreciate. Because of filters that you've put on yourself in life. Your experiences in life have a lot to do with your thoughts about things and your opinions on things. And obviously your opinions on things affects whether you like or dislike things and whether you appreciate or don't appreciate things. And when you're constantly living through just those opinions, I'm not saying it's bad to have opinions and it's bad to be unique and be your own character in life but it's bad to get lost in that it turns into a trap and it turns into something that takes away this independence that i'm talking about it really takes away our ability to see from a wider perspective it's good to have a narrow perspective. It's good to have, you know, like I said, be a unique person, but you can't get stuck in that. You can't just assume that's what the world is. And that's some kind of correct view for some reason. But once you, once you start to broaden your perspective and you start to see the world from that, just that innerness that awareness that's really, really actually you, once you start to view the world from that, everything's just so much more beautiful and so much more worthy of appreciation. And of course, the more we find beautiful in life and the more that we appreciate life, just the happier we are. Obviously, if we're walking around and we're just looking around like, oh, there's a bunch of trees around, so what? Oh, I'm sitting by a lake, it's just water, so what? If we're walking around with a narrow perspective like that, then that's kind of our attitude in life, just like, so what, that's nothing special. But of course, that's just one simple, small, narrow perspective. Obviously, life is better when you can... Walk through life and be like, Whoa, look at how that tree's growing or wow, look how beautiful this lake is. That becomes the way we just walk through life. And it becomes so much more possible to have those moments of just wow. Like oh look at that. And those are those are good fixes of satisfaction those are also quick and a lot of times easy fixes but they're good ones they're ones that let you experience a moment of presence for a second they're ones that really just let you appreciate something simple and let you realize how little you actually need to be happy and to appreciate something going a little off track here, so let me go back to the conversation thing and people sharing their awareness with people or not. So when we're talking about that awareness that's fundamentally there in our minds, that's what I'm referring to right now as you or I or us, you know, just that's what you are. Simply put, that's yourself, that's your self, that's you. And when we're socializing with someone or we want to be connecting with someone, like I said, that's the part we want them to appreciate in us and that's the part of them we want to appreciate. But you have to do that. And you have to really be there with them. Like that's the easiest way to describe it is you want to be there. If you're sitting there talking to somebody and your mind is completely somewhere else and you're thinking about other stuff, you're not there. You're not there with them. You're in your own place. Consciously, you're in your own place. And it's really not fair to engage in somebody in such a way that We expect consciousness from them and we expect them to give themselves to us in that way, to be here now with us in that moment and take in what we're telling them and take in the part of us we're giving to them. But we don't want to clear away all the clutter in our mind to return the favor to return the favor we engage with them in such a way that implies we want them there we want them around us at the time but then we're not giving them us it's kind of like standing someone up you know it's like asking someone to go somewhere with you and then just not showing up You engage in a conversation with somebody, and you don't show up. You ask them to be there by your interaction with them, but you don't show up yourself. And it sounds simple and petty, but connection with other people is one of the most important things we have in life. Any kind of connection with other people. And we're... I mean, quite honestly, we're really kind of shitting on that when we we present ourselves in that way to someone else, when we ask for someone else's consciousness but don't give them ours. I hope you got something out of this talk and enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you liked what you heard, hit that like button, subscribe, leave a comment. We'd love to hear about What you want to hear us talk about subjects more in depth on something we've already done, let us know. And hope to see you next time. See ya.